Welcome to the Mug and Bucket Show with Piyush Shinde, a podcast that documents inspirational tales of prominent personalities from arts, sports, politics, and business settings, and focuses on how they won their unannounced moments, which triggered a change in them and made an impact. Here is your host, Piyush Shinde. Hi guys, today we have with us a renowned Jhembe player who is also a published psychologist and a drum circle facilitator. He uses the power of drumming to treat anxiety and stress and infuse people with energy. He runs an organization called Tal Inc, which brings people together in rhythm with the objective of training, recreating therapy and education. Hi Varun and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Okay Varun so uh, you told me a very interesting thing uh, while we spoke on the phone I just wanted to understand that uh, you you told me that you're getting married <laughs> and uh, there's a very interesting story to it so would you mind telling something about you know how did it happen and where did you meet your life partner and when you're getting married we're starting off with the sixer <laughs> nice <laughs> all right okay um yes uh, I'm getting married to Akshita Par ek and uh, she is Uh, quite a force of energy when i think of her actually right now um i met her uh, in 2014 for the first time and this was when she was a part of my 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 course the course where i would teach people uh, how to use rhythm with groups and uh, yeah i guess ever since then uh, since that moment she uh, drummed she 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 learned she was like at the forefront of that uh, group of people and then started working with Tal Inc as a drum circle facilitator and now she's studying she's doing her masters in Lesley University in Boston she's a, a expressive arts therapist uh, you know uh, currently pursuing her masters and yeah the rest is history pretty much i think um, the important thing of our, what brings us together is our love for yeah love for art love for the use of arts for people from all walks of life and okay. uh, that's uh, yeah that that's that's a really unique thing that we share yeah so uh, <laughs> who proposed whom we want to know the uh, details of it how did that all happen oh when did God. the trigger actually <laughs> gosh yeah uh, so yeah the thing is see i asked <laughs> the question and i brought it up in in my typical nonchalant manner but she definitely proposed first because she did this whole thing and like literally got a procession of drummers procession the procession wow. was full of wow, my wow. friends <laughs> and i was sitting down sipping on my coffee one evening and she and i heard some drums and i'm like oh god what's going on and by then i think <laughs> i had an idea <laughs> so the procession of of drummers my friends and my god they all had t-shirts and it was quite a group effort oh my god all of my friends were uh, you know conniving <laughs> and she, yeah she played the jimmy she played the drum she taught herself uh, the drum kit and all it was, re- it was really sweet yeah <laughs> okay that's very nice of uh, her uh, her name is akshata parekh akshata right? parekh so yeah, yeah. this is for akshata parekh uh, you have a very <laughs> blessed wedding and uh, all the best from the magan bucket podcast for your future endeavors yeah oh that's really sweet thank you guys so varun now we start with our uh, show <laughs> Uh so this is the the first section which is called the random mind. Okay. Now okay. we're going to pick your mind randomly. <laughs> okay. And okay. Uh, you just have to be unplugged, uh mm-hmm. unfiltered and uh, all yourself. 
Are you ready? I'm going to shoot now. I'll try. Okay. Come okay. On. So this is the first question. Uh, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, mm-hmm. what would you say? I would say that uh, we need to drum more and take ourselves a little less seriously in life. Uh, what daily chore do you absolutely hate doing? I think uh, making the bed. But yeah, I do it anyways under okay. protest. But yeah. Oh, uh, so after marriage, I guess that's gonna. <laughs> be <laughs> oh no no no! My gosh! <laughs> oh, no 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 no! I'm just gonna kick my ass into doing it. I think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, if you had to define people with sounds, mm. what would it be for your mother? Her laughter. <laughs> I love that. No, it's a loud laughter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your girl. Hmm. The the sound of gungrus, gungrus. Yeah, she's a dancer. Okay. okay. Mm. Yourself. The apart from Jambe, okay. <laughs> I was going to say Jambe. Um, I think I think a, a, a big frame drum, like a huge, like a boom, like frame okay. drum. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. So, uh, let's say you have to define your music or work through a painting. Mm-hmm. What would you paint? Okay, yeah, it's an interesting question because I. do a lot of this quite regularly i've been obsessed with spirals lately okay so what doing, are those can you just uh, you know uh, like so just uh, spirals so like painting uh, or drawing uh, concentric circles so it's know? it's a ab- abstract yeah uh, uh, i mean if you look around you here there's this lot of spiral okay. mandala inspired stuff on the doors and things at the back i'll show you but yeah so um abstract yes for sure But in general, the concept of spirals, of, of ripples, like you know, a drop of water on a still water body, that really, uh, in fact, I have it tattooed on my on my leg. Okay. So it's like that. So that's that's the concept that you know even birthed this whole thing of tal ink and what we do here. So yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh, if I were to open your fridge right now, <laughs> what would I find? Okay. <laughs> I in fact, so okay, two interesting things come to mind. A really old uh, 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 piece of like goat cheese, <laughs> okay, which I haven't had in a long time. That's uh, g- given to me by my sister-in-law. She's French uh-huh. and loves her cheese. And the second thing I recently got these uh, sphere ice molds. Okay. Yeah. For okay. a special drink that I will not name. Okay. Please name that now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no for for nice for a good single malt. You know, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, which is your preferred drink, by the way? Like in the single malt? Ooh. I actually I've been it's not a single malt I've been drinking uh, something called Monkey Shoulder that's What's that? a really nice blended scotch it's uh, oh. Monkey Shoulder is the uh, is the syndrome not syndrome the the thing that the it's in yeah doctors are going to laugh at me now <laughs> so what happens when the brewer the guy who makes the the whiskey in the old way I think he has to turn a certain machine and that he would like like tennis elbow you have monkey shoulder mm-hmm. so because of doing what he would do the hands the would be a certain way i'm explaining mm. it really badly but okay. it's a that's the story of monkey shoulder okay yeah. so uh name a city in india you love the most and why do you do that oh uh when you, as you said this i thought of uh, puri uh, uh, in odisha and really it was when we were in the i was traveling with agni at the time we were playing uh, a tour of gigs and we went to the jagannath puri temple and it was really beautiful to see the first uh, the, the sunrise and the the rays really hit the shrine um, at the break of day it was quite amazing so what would you apply on your slice of bread mm-hmm. uh, peanut butter blueberry jam or cheese garlic sauce oh peanut butter hands down yeah, okay. uh, chunky 
we move on to the next question now would you rather live permanently in a roller coaster park or in a zoo yeah i think roller coaster because just the i mean the anticipation the effort of going up wait nasha like you you get that kick yeah the kick and then after that it's just it's all worthwhile when you're going downhill when you're when you're enjoying the the the, the thrill thrill yeah, of the it. thrill of the descent yeah, okay. yeah for sure okay now you have to go do- deep down your memory lane for oh this my God, yeah. what is the stupidest thing you have done because someone dared you to i went bald okay i i, I literally went bald i i for those again those of you who can't see me i have long hair uh-huh. um and this was when my gosh i was playing rugby with uh, kafandra kharis football and rugby academy these guys are truly amazing surud and neel sir mm-hmm. um so we went to bavana in in haryana and we were at representing maharashtra at the time or something like this i details might be wrong but uh, indian rugby was still really at at a very nascent stage right now of course we have a great women's team and a, you know it's much better anyways i digress i we went um, to bavana and we got our uh, asses handed to us pretty much <laughs> on a plate <laughs> and the group morale was quite low and then we were on our way back I was reading Kaitrana or something. Yeah, I think I was reading that book. Khaled Husseini. Yeah, I love I him. love that book. Yeah. Great book and But yeah, of course it was crazy, right? We like we like you know, scarred and have wounds and things and then there's like I'm sitting quietly and reading Khaled Husseini. It was quite a surreal <laughs> experience <laughs> for the team. Then anyways, we were we we went to Delhi at the time uh, to to for our return journey mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Unga said, you know, something oh, I dare you to go bald and I'm like, you know what? now's a, as good a time as any that i should do this and so yeah i went into the first um, salon i found and said bring out your zero machine that was great so every and i realized now that i look back post hoc every 5 years i sort of tend to hit reset <laughs> so this is the last question for this section okay. uh which part of the human face is your favorite the dimple okay <laughs> that's nice and that was very interesting very unfiltered you <laughs> answered you. them really well so we move on to our next section now right which is the mug and bucket section okay okay so here's the first uh, question now uh, uh, i i read your uh, the narrative of tal which is mm-hmm. come drum b1 right. and i have also read your articles where you have a vision of keeping or having drums in every house, in every house. so now if you have to explain tal to someone right. who is very new right. uh, who doesn't know tal or doesn't know the therapeutic values or you know music beyond music hmm. how would you explain it to that person using the narrative or the vision you have wow um so i'll start off with a corny yet famous saying it's uh, it says uh, no rhythm no life no rhythm no life na so um so in that sense you cannot not know tal so to explain to people what i do first i ask them if they have the time <laughs> to listen to the answer um and almost everybody i have spoken to understands deep down that there's something about a pulse and something very simple yet uh, very healing about patterns that repeat itself and playing uh playing something as simple as maybe just even you know something as simple as that um that there's something more to it than just going boom boom on a drum then um when two or three people get together and are invariably given these instruments you cannot not synchronize 
And these are some realizations that I've had, regardless of how different we are, how big, how small, how rich, how poor, wherever we come from, um, you cannot not synchronize. And so it's so easy. It's so it's so it's so simple to me that uh, the idea of what I do at Tal Inc. is to facilitate anyone and everyone to be able to uh, look into themselves a little more than they did and uh, are able to tap into this part of themselves more often than they do and uh, so therefore break a lot of myths and in that sense I would really like uh, drumming to be equal to uh, coffee <laughs> okay, okay meaning that it's there should it's be a, a way of life yeah, rather than much. just being a uh, recreational activity right rather than it becoming a, a fad or a coffee table because many times people buy drums <laughs> yeah. in Goa or when you see these people on the street selling you know these dolls and jimbes they'll buy it and then it'll end up in one corner of your home and it will become a very fancy coffee table so it shouldn't be a coffee table but it should be equal to coffee that it's a part of your life every day like you wake up and you drum and in a way it is so I'm not actually saying something that's not already there because the drum accompanies everything in our lives we sort of know it so well that we might have forgotten it but it is a part of our lives right from the our heartbeat to what we hear when we enter a temple the whole reason why we ring the bell before entering the temple is to wipe your mind clean with any preoccupying thought and that when you hear that frequency yeah, yeah. that's what happens so you enter and you put your best foot forward you are present aware of your breath and reinstating your intent for the day or your wish for people that you love and care for. So sound, music, rhythm, it's a part of our life first and it's entertainment after that. Okay. That's the thing. Uh, and it doesn't matter. The chronology really doesn't matter because frankly, <laughs> we, we, we will indulge in art based on our intent and if it's entertainment, so be it. If it's therapy, so be it. But uh, I think I would like to spend every breathing moment of my life to spread awareness about this to people. So, uh, I guess we spoke on this. You you specifically mentioned on the phone that, uh, you know, uh, arts uh, in India, like mm -hmm. any form of art and specifically the musical art form mm -hmm. is associated with a superiority complex. You know, as, uh -huh. uh, you know, as soon as we say arts, we say, no, no, this is big. This correct, is not correct, a correct. part of everyone. Like, correct, you correct. know, we look at the artist in a very different light. Right. So is there something you or specifically Talink is doing to, you know, remove that barrier? Yeah. I mean, that this is connected with uh, the drum in every house um, goal or aim that we have. It's truly important to understand what you earlier mentioned as this inferior, superior kind of thing. Now, an artist who has spent his or her life like, dedicated to an art is going to reach a state, a, a state of technical prowess that is well beyond an average person anyone who's feeding off of this superiority or inferiority is also then has lost the plot because the that, that is really the the most irrelevant thing uh, I'm trying to say that hey yes start it off it doesn't matter if you become an expert uh, because having this will help you tap into a certain part of yourself now if you have um that kida and you want to go deep into the rabbit's hole let's say uh, then the sky is the limit because that's when you're truly touching uh, uh, or reaching the depths of your potential which is limitless no? so the idea is drum or paint or sing or dance 
because we don't do that enough and then i guess should uh, be accessible to masses that's yeah, what i, I yes. guess the drum circle Correct. forms a part of it exactly exactly okay. right okay. so you can do it once you can do it every day and whatever whatever falls in between yeah okay okay so uh, what was your first rhythm right you played and also tell us now that since you have achieved so much in in you know spreading music in a different light how would you describe yourself uh, as a facilitator or as a performer right wow it's such an amazing question uh, because i ask myself this i think every day and uh, as i as i move forward over every day i realize that it's an interesting important question but also a rhetorical possibly relevant one because i'll wear the cap of what's necessary on that day through through this through this art form i have been able to i think um, apply the learnings of being a drum circle facilitator into well daily daily chores now i mean i run a company and that's really no different from say uh, uh, um, yeah working in a in a in a startup in an it firm in the sense that i am an artist and yet uh, every day i i do worry about very mundane things such as you know overtime from for the team to taxation to you know yeah. business being bad and then compliances and gst and <laughs> like stuff stuff that i never thought that oh my gosh as an artist i would have had to do but you know this is a part of learning and uh, to facilitate means to make something easy and uh, if i'm able to facilitate a process this process for people who have chosen to share this journey with me for the time that they've chosen to do so then i think i have been able to live true to what i believe in no and and performance yes that's a very integral part of me because i love i love to be on stage and share share a story share something that's close to me share a process that say a group of people have been through to rehearse put some music together and uh, i think that is more important than actually being on stage it's easy to fall in love with being on stage it's easy to fall in love with one's own reflection in that sense and great huh i mean like one is an artist spends his or her lifetime learning and so great he or she must showcase that uh, but however i feel that the story and the intent with which one performs is what makes someone great okay so yeah. uh, if you have to say if i give you a scale of 100 yeah. okay uh, 100% so what percentage of you uh, <laughs> is uh, a facilitator and what percentage of you is a musician and a performer right on at this moment okay let's say i started off where the musician proportion was much higher mm-hmm. than the facilitator and uh, today i stand differently i stand where the facilitator entrepreneur trainer is sort of more, more and the performer uh, has yeah. taken a back okay. seat okay but uh, i hope to be able to balance this or you know what i hope to just be able to follow the silent pull of whichever call whichever thing calls me yeah yeah, yeah. so uh now you have been performing since age of 15 right. uh and you know you are the most sought after <coughs> drummer in india well, like yeah, uh, that's what uh, the internet says <laughs> yeah uh you've played with sivmani you've played with amit kilam of indian ocean yeah. uh, you've pay- played with taufik qureshi ragu dikshit dhruv ghanekar for coke studio mm-hmm. uh derek julian and the list goes on so you know we'll take the entire podcast for that <laughs> so i stop here but uh now if you look back at all these performances as a performer or as a facilitator mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Or, or just being varun venkat yeah. which was the closest to your heart and why wow so in fact the closest uh, for me has been something that uh, i guess is not on that list it's uh, my rhythm ensemble the tal ink rhythm ensemble this is something that uh, started off 
the first performance was in 2010 10 11 i forget um this was when yeah actually i met mamadi my my guru in 2010 after mm-hmm. which in 2011 i think yeah or early or late 2010 we started an ensemble with some people uh that i sort of you know gathered uh, together and that specially uh, uh, um i mean that moment really marked something for all of us all of the people who got in touch i mean the the tal ink gang <laughs> the first generation uh till today i mean each and every one of us has explored that aspect and kept that aspect alive whether you know some of them have taken it up professionally dheer is in mumbai agnya is in uh, uh, toronto he's uh, just finished his masters so while some of them uh, while some others are in their you know corporate jobs but yet very much in touch with music abhijit jazurikar is my gosh he runs uh, dharavi rocks dharavi reloaded in mumbai um it's quite amazing yeah gandhar he's the flute player but i i'm constantly <laughs> robbing him of his flute playing and putting him onto the drum so these guys have all and we've all grown together it's been quite something to see uh, so the taling rhythm ensemble that plays uh, traditional west african folk music this is something that is uh, not very heard of and the jembe sort of in the performance field became synonymous with um, this, this hippie hippie culture that 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 um, you know is okay i mean I, no judgment but um, the the performance aspect of jembe was oversimplified in such a forum so what we do is um, perform traditional west african folk songs of course you know our own rendition but uh, being true to the roots bring being true to trans uh, transmitting a rhythm authentically okay you know? so that's something that so that uh, that that stayed with you yeah very yeah, much very yeah, much yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful yeah so uh, uh now this is something which i also asked you and i wasn't aware of it fully mm-hmm. so uh the core of tal ink is mm-hmm. more than just music uh mm-hmm. it has therapeutic values engraved with it very much yeah. uh how is it connected to drumming a uh-huh. and uh, do you get people who come to you and say i'm depressed i'm stressed uh, how does tal ink help these people right so first wow. is the connection part and right. then the therapeutic therapeutic part uh, correct correct yeah. um one of the one of the uh, most important things like when we work with groups of course a uh, corporate work is where say, say the say the revenue center is so that's important but it's also not at the core of what tal ink does meaning that a single intervention drumming session will be great it I mean, it feels amazing you have this like euphoric you know ecstasy kind of feeling but after that frankly um we're so deeply embedded in our daily lives that we'll tend to forget the takeaway of of the session so the true value of the work that we do is communicated over repeated measures and um we've had the good fortune of working with a wide range of groups with the uh with a goal of therapy now what happens or what could happen in a one off session is a therapeutic benefit of drumming so you could feel a great sense of catharsis of release uh people break down sometimes but it's a it's a great activity to have because we have a lot of pent up emotions that we don't express enough now if we are going to one group working over a period of time then that's therapy because we want to positively influence certain predecided behavioral goals so um we've worked with uh, children with autism we've worked with two groups of women in sex work in mumbai uh we've we're currently working with the blind school in pune uh with a group of um women uh, in digi uh, around the tata communications campus 
and the, we were we were working with our uh, friends at rescue to spread awareness of um, safe behavior around animals so now here's where there's a very clear message and we are using the medium of drumming of or art or expressive arts to communicate that message over a period of time now this is what we call art talks and this is something that is so rewarding but of course it takes time because it takes time for these groups to open up these groups obviously have bigger issues to worry about prima facie you're like okay why should i drum what's how's that going to help me but what i'm proposing is that yes drumming can equal to medicine at in such a case and in fact it is usually this kind of an intervention that helps us truly get to the root cause of an illness an issue which is at the center of uh which pretty much directly or indirectly exacerbates any sort of a biological issue that mm-hmm. we face because mm-hmm. stress is very is a so is a so do people come to you and uh, yeah they i'm stressed i want to yeah. get some therapy like, like exactly we we have um these community drum circles happening on the third sunday of every month at mona lisa kalagram we have these community art sessions every week that we put forth at various venues here we'll find people who come there without exactly knowing why but yet really wanting to be there so uh, many a time people have said that wow you know i have issues i have i'm going through a certain problem and uh, i'm very proud to say that today we have created a space in banner it's called the therapy room where uh, we direct these people who are looking for looking out to talk to someone for the sake of addressing an emotional issue a mental health issue and um, we have a team of uh, psychologists therapists facilitators who work on a one to one basis who see uh, uh, people who would like to reach out to uh, uh, psychologists and counselors the difference in our team is that each and every one of these experts has an arts uh, affinity or an arts bent and uh, that's something that we truly believe in so mental health awareness spreading the uh, uh, importance of arts for health and well-being this is something that we're really focusing on today yeah. okay so uh, so this is very personal question for, yeah. for from my perspective now i'm say consider hypothetically i'm depressed right i come to you mm-hmm. uh how is it that you in that state of mind make someone play drums you know he's right. already depressed right. he's already right. stressed right. is it is it challenging oh yeah so of course i mean the <laughs> uh the approach is not so sort of uh, simple in that sense that we say hey you're depressed now drum it will be fine no uh, our our team of experts use a uh, a mixed modality approach of i mean talking based therapy and using art form so whether it will be a visual art exercise it will be a dance movement or a creative movement exercise or a drumming exercise so this is something that the therapist or the uh, counselor will use his or her discretion to call upon these activities of course there's a whole process of building a breaking the ice building a rapport building confidence and trust uh, you know between the two uh, parties and then uh, we move okay. forward so okay. Okay. yeah that's how it works so um, now you know you you've uh, performed at various functions and you know by i also happen to see a video of yours with the then first lady of us yeah. michelle obama yeah. then you also <laughs> performed with anandi ben patel mm-hmm. uh, then also you were uh, uh, you know you you presented in front of narendra modi and shinzo abe now uh, what were your learning moments from each of these leaders like if you 
got a chance to meet them mm. how could you distill those learning from each of these personalities right. one each i i wish i could have met all of them so 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 michelle obama oh my gosh this was such an amazing thing we were all quite excited and the drumming bit was all a blur it was great but i think i spoke to her for all of 15 seconds and uh, there's something so calming and so elegant about her persona her energy that uh, wow yeah it's a it's a beautiful feeling that stuck um, after that session and she's got rhythm <laughs> she, she can really drum i think i i really think she wanted a drum drum but uh, the protocol pr- did not allow that and so she had a tambourine she was rocking that tambourine <laughs> okay whereas with uh, shrimati anandiben patel and of course the uh, narendra modi and shinzo abe meeting we really couldn't meet them um <laughs> but uh, yeah it was amazing to soak in that energy because i think there's a nice vibe there uh <laughs> something funny is that narendra modi looks uh, a lot like my late father <laughs> okay <laughs> so okay that, okay that was i was like the, the in fact when his car passed um, i was like wow he really looks like that <laughs> okay okay interesting interesting hmm. so uh you you mentioned a while ago that you know there are therapeutic values associated with what you do at talink mm-hmm. uh i happened to read about i i read about your uh, research center of tal mm-hmm. uh, which measures analyzes and documents art based influence on the behavioral healing correct, correct, okay correct. so uh, can you help us uh, briefly understand like do you have any tangible uh, mm. you know measuring measures right. where you have seen okay this person was this and right. he has become this right i'll i'll set some context here uh, one of the major things we do in our art talks program and any sort of intervention even if it's a corporate intervention over a period of time is we measure uh, what we do so through a uh, simple psychometric tests that is to say that uh, we'll do a <clears throat> a pretest where we will collect data from people say a personality uh, inventory or a self rating scale where they will rate themselves on certain behavioral parameters that we wish to measure through the uh, intervention then throughout the intervention we'll maintain observation reports uh, or session reports maintained by the facilitator and the co-facilitator and we'll do this process once again after the project so here I wouldn't say that these uh, data collection methods are 100% quanti, uh, 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 like uh, in a quantified quanti- quantified method. In that sense, they're not statistically significant because we don't have enough um, standardization studies to have an n large enough to base our conclusions upon. But uh, being uh, a part of this kind of work. Uh, where we're working with people and 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 their behavior and changes, you know, deep seated changes, it is tough to also purely rely on empiricism for, um, for results. But what we do here is a mixed qualitative and a quantitative approach. So, the self rating scale pre and post will be analyzed using some very simple, you know, simple statistical methods, and we're able to say, great, confidence level has gone up by X percent. uh a uh, stress levels have come down sense of self awareness has gone up um uh, we will identify certain parameters for each of these uh, domains and uh, we'll 
have a process that it's vetted by at least two to three uh, 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 individuals. We will go to the uh, venue and look look at say uh, you know if the caregivers at the venue also feel the same way. So then it's like we're sort of doing reliability studies in our okay. own way, okay. uh, and this really helps us uh, communicate the value of the arts in a more scientific manner. Of course, once again, uh, it might not be as str- the standard might not be as stringent as pure sciences and pure science research, but it's definitely uh, much much better than before. So today, like okay, when we started ten years ago, there was hardly any research in this field. Yeah. Today, all over the world, you'll find a lot of more papers, a lot more psychology papers, and uh, we've had the good fortune of writing. Uh, uh, two like two really fun projects. One of it was in the Arts and Health Journal uh, in Canterbury in UK. Here is where we documented the um, study that we did with the two groups of women in sex work and uh, truly wrote a paper on exploring the potential of group drumming as a group therapy. This was quite well received. I went and presented uh, at a conference in Folkestone, uh, I think in 2011, not sure. Um, then we wrote two chapters for an Oxford University Press textbook. It was an international compilation of uh, arts and health um, practices all over the world. It's a beautiful, beautiful collection. Uh, and this really uh, threw a lot of light on the amazing work that's happening across the globe. So today, I think the argument is no longer whether it works or not. Today, we're, we're fighting a battle where, yes, you know, hospitals need to, uh, hospitals are, are um, accepting this and including it as a part of their protocol to work with uh, uh, hospices, terminally ill uh, uh, patients, nephrology departments, things like that. And it's great because in our lifetime, we'll see the arts being used by these institutions. It's when hospitals and doctors move, you know, start endorsing this work and vouching for this work that people will start taking it more seriously. Yeah. Hats off to you guys. <laughs> you know, you're exploring something which is unexplored and also helping people to get out of a rut. Kind of. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we move on to the last question of this section which is uh, the mug and bucket uh, question. So, uh-huh. now, you've come a long way, Varun. Yeah. You know, you've seen ups and downs. You know, there must be hindrances yeah. to uh, or maybe the acceptance of this therapeutic uh, or art-based healing, what what I can call. Mm-hmm. So when was that one moment, you know, that one thing which, mm-hmm. you know, actually, no, I want to do this now. I want to probably, I mean, it might be a long time back. Maybe you might be small or mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, that day, what were you doing and right, what right. changed in you and you thought, no, I'm going to do this now. So right. your mug and bucket moment, as we call it. <laughs> right. I've been I've been thinking about this since since we first spoke and yeah, um, all signs point to that one moment. I was playing, uh, I was learning with my then uh, uh, drum teacher, Zubin Balsara. And uh, he's the one who, in fact, first uh, showed me that, hey, this is the drum circle, you know, check it out, something fun. <laughs> uh, and I would learn with him and he would also play drums. Um, and he had a performance, I forget where it was, but uh, he asked me to join him and I was playing percussion with him. Uh, I'm, it was it was one of my first few gigs with him. I loved it, of course, playing with your teacher. Then it's always a great feeling, and uh, we play simple music. But I think at one point, stereotypically so, the electricity went off. There were no lights, and I think at that moment, both of us, without saying or doing anything, knew what we had to do, and the the rhythm never stopped. We kept playing. <laughs> 
and uh, once again what we played how we played is all a blur right now but the feeling of this 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 euphoria this uh, almost like an out of body experience of me looking at myself as i was playing you know everything in slow motion like sweat dripping off my brow things like this and then cut to when the when we stopped when the electricity came that feeling no words no words had to be said or exchanged but i think that time i knew that wow i had i was up until then i was thinking of becoming a doctor or a chef or joining the army and things like that um but then i was like you know what i want to drum yeah i di- i didn't know how i didn't know what i was doing yeah, but something triggered inside you yeah 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 okay so that. that's interesting magan bucket moment yeah. <laughs> like people would love to hear it wow, um, cool. yeah so that was uh very 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 uh insightful uh so now we move on to the next section uh-huh, uh yeah. which is uh, you know it's it's a light gameplay yeah. but for you we have a specific game in mind oh, wow, okay uh, it's <laughs> know your age and uh, so uh, the questions are going to be general knowledge questions oh, gosh, okay. but related to jhembe Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> so uh, the ball is in your court. Hmm. So I'll give you a question. Has four options. You have to tell me the correct option answer. Of course, okay. Okay. Uh. So shall we start? Uh, yep. Okay. So what kind of drum is the jhembe classified as? The options are a long drum, a bongo drum, a hand drum, or a bass drum. Yeah, a hand drum. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are the three basic types of sound tones that can be produced with a jhembe i guess this is a very straightforward <laughs> thing but i'll still give you options so that yep. our listeners understand yeah uh option a rumble tone and slap option b bass tone and slap option c bass rumble and tone and option d rumble bass and slap <laughs> bass tone and slap option okay. b thank you so, for asking this important yeah yeah, yeah so uh, this is a third question now uh, from which part of africa did the jhembe originate aha uh-huh. uh, option a west africa b north africa c east africa and d southern africa <laughs> western part of africa okay three on <laughs> three you have done your studies very well i guess <laughs> oh man okay the fourth uh, question now which african ethnic group is the jhembe drum commonly associated with right option a the zulu people option b the bantu people mm-hmm. uh, option c the songhe people and option d the mandinka people yeah the mandinka the malinke people okay um, and how do you pronounce it the malinke so malinke. Um, malinke the region is well was called the mandeng okay and then uh, so mandinke or mandinka is from the mandeng after the french uh, colonized it uh, mandinka mandinke became malinke okay uh the next question now jhembes are goblet shaped instruments hmm. made from wood with an animal skin stretched across the top hmm. okay what type of animal skin is typically used to make the drum head <laughs> option <Good>. a <laughs> cattle skin hmm. option b deer skin C horse skin or D goat skin check it out so usually goat but all the animals you named have and can be used for jhembe okay so yeah. that's why you have goat cheese in your <laughs> <laughs> no no oh my gosh people will think i'm running one no 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 don't uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay so me more so you have answered all correctly <laughs> damn man so the next question in making a jhembe drum it's far better to carve the drum from one single piece of wood right. uh from a hollowed out tree correct okay as opposed to gluing slats or segments of wood together true or false true okay that's again correct answer <laughs> so now this is something more uh, 
object i mean subjective answer you oh, can nice. you can just okay. uh, yeah the djembe drum is also sometimes known as a devil drum why is it so ah so that's the thing now there's a lot of stuff online which uh, frankly it's difficult to decipher the you know the news from not news so there's another thing of uh, anke j anke be right we gather together to drum for peace so there's a lot of stories about this but, and about the dimba or the devil drum i i frankly haven't done too much uh, 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 research about this so i actually don't know what to comment what i'd like to add is that the djembe is synonymous to life uh, in west africa it assists literally or almost every social happenstance so right from a marriage to a, a circumcision like a, a baptism ceremony um to you know celebrating a harvest full moon to 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 like playing for a reverent uh, so like deities and uh, that's why it's a part of life and depending on what rhythm is played you'll one gets to study african culture so i think that's why the it it can be common that there are many stories associated with the jembe okay okay uh the next question according to african legend uh the jembe drum was given to the people by a mythological type creature uh what type of creature uh was believed to have brought the jembe drum to the people i'll give you the options the ghost of shaka zulu mm-hmm. uh atokoloshe mm-hmm. uh a jinn or a vaga zinda It's none of the above you guys so okay please <laughs> so i guess the option is a jin all uh, right i don't know so uh the, the like i said the internet is full of <laughs> information sometimes rubbish okay. but uh so the instrument comes from the mortar and pestle concept right where spices were ground na and uh, now imagine the mortar pestle uh, uh, and imagine it being hollowed out as you kept uh, hitting it the 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 middle section would get hollowed out and eventually the, it would be a goblet shape right so then the blacksmiths got involved where they said ha ah, okay uh, they're the ones who made the djembe first so i'm sorry to break the whole mysticism no, about no, no. that's that's in fact very insightful yaar you should tell like, people need to know this yes yes i did not know i just you know copy pasted <laughs> No, no, no problem at all. Okay, uh, so this is the final question right. for this section. Uh, finally, the Africans and the creators of djembe drum say that the drum contains a certain number of spirits. Again, it's loosely related to what you said. <laughs> I mean, what you did not agree with. Uh-huh. Many spirits is the djembe drum believed to. How many spirits right. is the djembe drum believed to contain? Three, four, two, or five? Okay, so once again, none of the above. But <laughs> but I would like to really add that the uh, the that African culture traditionally are very very connected to nature, and uh, believe in spiritualism. That I'm pretty the elements, so they're very very connected to earth, fire, wind, trees, um, and so um, <clears throat> there there are a lot of practices that can be looked at. by a western or a non african uh, uh, mind as say you know like shamanic practices or or witch doctor practices and things like this but uh, there is a lot there's a lot more to these stories and studying these stories through the djembe really breaks down a lot of myth yet instills a certain amount of awe in the in the culture because certain traditions certain ceremonies are truly amazing i have had the exp- uh, uh, good fortune of experiencing some when i was in uh, senegal 
with mamadi and we played in the in the local you know in the streets at the end of the workshop and things like that and uh, it's it's truly amazing how you, one can truly bypass uh, this mind matter phenomenon by playing for hours and hours together otherwise it would be physically impossible to to not play with that energy with that vigor for that long uh but it did happen and so whether it is connection to spirits or whether it just really helps people access a flow state which is a state of a meditative trance that we can access doing something that involves all parts of ourselves it i mean doesn't matter it's a matter of belief and maybe the african people believe in yes spirit supporting them helping them but is that too different from what uh, we believe or what indians believe i mean i'm a spiritual person i believe in uh, energies that i cannot you know understand and understand i believe that i believe in intuition and so these things uh, exist and uh, yeah so in that sense the jambe represents a lot of stuff that we know scientifically and a lot of stuff that we may not scientifically be able to wrap our heads around and that's okay okay <laughs> that was well answered and thank you so much for you know bursting the myths and uh, being smarter than grade 8 by i guess you answered all of them correctly so you are the masters of jambe now <laughs> officially you. from the magan bucket uh, podcast okay yeah. now that is the end of right. uh, section mm-hmm. uh, we move on to our last section okay. which is called maybe prime minister ooh yeah so now uh, you have to tell us one thing that you would like to change wow. apart from what you're doing currently uh-huh. uh if you are chosen as the prime minister of india yeah i don't know it's wow i okay i don't claim to uh, believe that this job is easy <clears throat> my gosh so whatever i say is to be taken in that light i think two things uh the importance of um hygiene keeping things clean i just change the whole fund of having people to clean up after you so whether it's school or what you just clean your own stuff you use your clean wash your plates but clean your stuff and that this shows it will matter whether it's a public thing or a personal private thing um and secondly uh i really think that kindness is important so I'd make it a rule for someone to do something kind every day. Okay, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> like be kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was well answered. And <laughs> okay. thank you so much for coming on the show again. That's it from our show today. Wow. Uh, until next time, to the listeners, uh, keep listening and love you all. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you for listening to the Mug and Bucket podcast. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, Castbox, Hubhopper or any other podcasting app you use. And please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Want the world to know your mug and bucket moment which changed the course of your journey? Go to our website themugandbucket.com and click on share your moment. We will publish your story on our website. Until then, take care and keep listening.